Blog Talk Radio. Quarters. Security, condition three. Thank you. Security three, sir. General quarters three. Intruder alert. GQ three. Intruder alert. Now, I know my doorman knows this is no intruder. Hi, good evening, and welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you. I am your hostess your cruise director, group mistress, and sometimes spiritual advisor, Madam Perry. But you can call me Jen or Jennifer Perry, and I am just so thrilled. His, it's weird to be doing this on a Saturday night. You know, usually not, um, I'm usually not on the airwaves on Saturdays, but uh, this is a very, very special night. As some of you know, I've been talking, too, about things coming up soon. Um, and one of them is I'm going to be back, this is my second year at Wild West Con doing another presentation on how to start a podcast. I think last year uh, when Thomas Williford was on, he created the name of last year, something about harnessing the ether for wireless telegraphy and entertainment. But this year, I think I just had a quick, quicker one than that. But anyway, I'm back at Steam, uh, Wild Wild West Con, Steampunk Adventure in um, Tucson, and I am so absolutely thrilled about it. And, um, by the way, I'll first let me have some things coming up. Today, I got my copy in the mail of The Sasquatch Detective, the uh, comic book. Uh, the character was created by Brandy Stillwell. Brandy is going to be my guest on Monday night. Brandy Stillwell and possibly, uh, I think, Tobias McCurry also, um, who's uh, someone that's going to be at uh, Wild West Con on there as well. But Brandy Stillwell, uh, she writes for DC Comics and for Warner and does a lot of TV writing. But she's my guest Monday night, and she's so much fun. You're going to definitely want to be listening to that. And also, um, coming up soon, I think we're going to have, we thought he'd be here tonight, but he's a little bit of a time traveler in his own life, uh, Professor Elemental. Who knows? It's Madame Perry Salon. We're right here in the genie bottle. Anything can happen. But, uh, yeah, this podcast gets more and more fun, and it's thanks to you, everyone out there who is subscribing, whether you subscribe on Blog Talk Radio, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast FM, um, my gastroenterologist, put, I think he's subscribed on Podbean. I mean, there's all different types of platforms. Some of them are probably making a lot of money off of me. I have no idea. But uh, thank you for subscribing, for sharing, for telling your friends, and for listening and downloading, which is still no charge, of course. And I am just absolutely thrilled. Let me know who you want on. But tonight, uh, people are... <laughs> 
people are very excited about tonight's show, and I've been putting it out everywhere on social media. Uh, this lady is fantastic. I've tried to get her for a long time, and it's not that. She, and I told everybody it's not that she was snobby or rude to me or anything. I just feel she was busy, and she, actually she wasn't getting the email. So, uh, but now she's here, and I'm thrilled. She is a cosplay model and an artisan crafter. If you watch the TV show Steampunked, you may have seen her on there, um, and she makes costumes and accessories for her online business called Nonconformity Accessories. She does a lot of leatherworking, and um, she's going to be, well, like I said, she's going to be at Wild West Con this weekend, and when, oh, I'm so excited, and uh, she's a star, and I am thrilled to introduce here with the, I, I've got the cushions fluffed up nicely for her. Um, so thrilled to have her here for the very first time, hopefully not the last, in the Genie Bottle. That is Madame Perry Salon. Welcome, Taylor's Forge. Sit down. Be comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> it's a lot roomier in here than I expected. You know, everyone says that. Everyone says that. Um <laughs> and uh, usually people talk about it. it's kind of dim and they can't see, but when I had Chasm uh, uh, Sultan on, bass player for Todd Rundgren and Joan Jett, he said, oh, and I like the Moroccan design. I said, well, yeah, it's a genie bottle. That's the same fitting. Well, of course. <laughs> but thank you. And uh, anyway, I want you to be comfortable. I'm glad you're here, and you've got so much going on. Um, I do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to start, but there's also to make sure I know that um, if there's something that I leave out that you want people to know about or things you've got coming up or your social media stuff, so that I'll, which I'll be sharing as well, you know, please let me, please let me guide me through. I'm pretty, I'm fairly trainable, but um, you, uh, I don't know where to start, but how long have you been making things? I mean, were you like this as a child? Did you like to sew and create and build and make stuff? And I don't mean uh, just stuff. I also mean, obviously, you make you make uh, worlds and fantasy and help us. I um, I do. Uh, so basically, uh, I started um, really young as like kind of an entrepreneur. Um, I was like that kid that was on the side of the road with a lemonade stand and uh, you know had my candy bars and stuff and. Sometimes I would come home with like fifty dollars in one day, and I'd be like, "Oh yes, I could buy a new video game." And uh, so I started off doing that. Um, didn't really start making things until I was in high school, really. Um, uh, so it was uh, just kind of a thing that I didn't even think about doing until I was like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to get into cosplay. There's like, go to these conventions and have my own stuff." <laughs> Okay, I guess there I have to stop and remember, um, you know, Madam Perry's a vampire. I've been around for hundreds of years. So I have to remember that people a lot younger than me got to grow up with conventions and things and seeing mm-hmm. other like this, uh, which gave you the, which could certainly lend a lot of inspiration uh, to the fact that, oh, yeah, people do this. I can do this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I. I'm very grateful that I grew up in a time that uh, geeks and nerds were starting to become cool. Like, of course, I was in high school. I was president of Anime Club, and people made fun of me. And then now, now all these youngins are like, oh, and every all this geek culture is so cool. Hot Topic is now just all geek stuff. And um, and I'm like, man, I, w- I wish I uh, 
Oh, uh, uh, these kids have it so easy. <laughs> <laughs> They've got it mass produced. So when you were in high school, then I mean, did you start? Uh, were were you already? I mean, you're an, you're an artist as well. Uh, did you start drawing before then, or did you start? Were you sewing? Were you actually doing leather work then? Where? How did you get started? Um, I was, was drawing first. Uh, I started drawing when I was in middle school because I, uh, I really liked video games and anime and manga. And so I'm like, I want to, I want to draw that. I mean, I wasn't fantastic, but I can, I can draw better than a stick figure occasionally. Um, so I started doing that and then it wasn't until it was, I believe my sophomore or junior year of high school, um, my professor had us all do a project. Uh, this was my theater professor, um, Dan Blackley, and he uh, was a huge inspiration in a lot of the stuff uh, where basically he was like, I want you guys to all do a costume, but it has to be all out of recycled materials. So um, my costume out of, I think it was like trash bags or something uh was not great it was not good uh but what i ended up doing was i had used uh recycled soda cans to make jewelry um out of it and i had a bunch of different shapes i still have a couple of the ones that i made um i made like probably about 100 different shapes and all sorts of different cans uh and so i started doing that uh and i was like oh i've got it kind of got a knack for this um so I started making other jewelry, and then that's when I was like, I want to start making costumes, but uh, I didn't have a, a sewing machine. So for the first few years that I was making costumes, they were all hand-sewn, um, and that's when I got into leather is because I could hand-sew that, and I didn't need a sewing machine. Wow. That is fantastic. So what you're saying is that, see, I never learned how to sew. When I made doll costumes, I stapled them together. So. <laughs> That's hey, that's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> I didn't know it. Maybe I had skills I wasn't even aware of. Uh, so, <laughs> and I'm not amazing. I'm going. Hmm, I could have seen a broader picture. So when you started, um, I mean, I think the idea, though, like, like your jewelry idea, you know, recycled materials and soda cans, uh, and then going with leather. Now leather was a leather working and stuff was a pretty big thing when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. were there a lot of was it difficult to learn or were you pretty self taught or did you go to classes? Uh I was self taught, um and uh I just kinda winged it. Uh like my first project that I did was a leather messenger bag and I still have it to this day. It's needed repairs a couple of times, but um, it's still surviving. Um, I hand dyed it all. Uh, I did some embroidery on the front of it where it's a phonograph with little music notes coming out of it. And I hand stitched it and hand, like punched out all the holes. And it's a, it's a pretty big messenger bag. And uh, I love that thing. And then the reason why I wanted to play with that is it, it was a veg tan leather, which is very thick. Um, if you get the, um, or you can get it very thick. Uh, and so I wanted to try out making a corset, but I didn't have a sewing machine, of course. And to make a normal corset out of fabrics, then you absolutely have to have a sewing machine first. How sturdy it needs to be. Um, so I made my first pattern. Uh, I I did it from scratch. I found a tutorial online how to make my own pattern, uh, and then just taught myself how to make 
the corset from scratch. She just hand sewing the thing together. Uh, it lasted a couple of years. Uh, <laughs> I had to retire it because it was uh, the pattern was not quite ready to be. It was not quite quite there yet. But I learned so much from doing that my first time, and then uh, that's that was the basis for all the cor- the leather corsets that I do now. Uh, that's just amazing. So now you, um, so you found your niche fairly early on, then, and mm-hmm. you were when you were on the TV show Steampunked. I mean, since you were already used to making things out of. Um, you know, recycled items mm-hmm. and purposing, which um, which I love to do anyway. You know, I'm going to tell my husband, don't throw that away. <laughs> you can make something entirely, <laughs> you know. you know. And that's where the hoarding begins. <laughs> and when he's thinking, he goes, out of this, it's broken. You know, and I was showing him, he goes, okay. And once he sees the vision, now he comes in like, well, what about this? Can we do this? You know, so he's, he's pretty good, too. So, um I noticed there was one of the episodes, and I think it was one of the last uh, episodes of season one on Steampunked. And and by the way, how is that? How is it just to get on the show? How did that feel? You know, the whole experience was just a weird thing in general. Um, like getting on the show, I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't actually supposed to be on the show at all. Uh, they had someone else that they had cast, and uh, that person was like, I can get better gigs, and she's a fantastic person, and I'm like, good for you, that you shouldn't have been on, like, you, you didn't want to be on this anyway, and so I ended up filling in um, for that person, and uh, so I'm... So it was kind of a shock to me. Like I found out like a week before that I was getting on the show and I'm like, Oh, okay, this is this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> um But yeah, the it was it was a weird it was a weird time and uh I'm grateful that I got to meet a lot of the cast. They're um they're my they're my family, but uh I wouldn't would not want to go through that experience again. <laughs> really? Because I saw, well, for one thing, for it to happen, like at the, all of a sudden, the last that like you're you're not, and then suddenly you are. You know, you got to be on mm-hmm. the fly for that. And then I remember uh, it was one of the episodes I was watching last week, and it was I guess it was one of the last next to the last ones, or one of the last couple of that season. And I think there were two teams. You you know, you were the captain of one team, and they've got you in a thrift store. Yes. And you're picking yes, your team. Yes, that was the uh, closet episode. Yeah, the closet. And I'm thinking, okay, you've got to, um, you got what forty? You have a certain amount of time to go through the thrift store. Well, you know, me, I'm going through those things, going, and you can put this and that and so. Uh huh. I don't even know the stuff you know. I mean, that would be fantastic, you guys. How do you? You've got you're told what your challenge is, and then all of a sudden, without being able to draw up a plan or a scheme or get sketch out an idea, you've got a certain amount of time to go running through this place. How do you? Where do you? Start? And a certain How amount of money too. It's like half of. Yeah, it was basically we're just like I'm like okay, you go find these things. We basically just like. They didn't show it, but basically we're like, okay, pick out all the things that you think are cool, and we're just going to pile them o- or lay them out over here on the floor. So we had just, like, 
all across one of the walls we just had like tops and bottoms accessories and we're just like okay what can we what can we reasonably make outfits with and what uh what's it within our budget i think we were like literally within the dollar of with what our budget was for all the things that we picked out it was insane wow see i would think that would have to be um uh, and I, and I know they don't really show everything on. Uh, once I get with the editing, they show the way that they want us to think that it all goes. Mm-hmm. But I would admit, your team, you've got some amount of telepathy going on. <laughs> yeah, it depends on who you're uh, who you're working with. And uh, I was very fortunate since I got to pick first. Uh, since I was uh, top maker, the previous challenge, um, I was able to pick out the people that I wanted on my team. And so we all were like, all right, uh, we all have a similar vision in mind. We all pretty much work, uh, we have a similar vision. So we were all able to get an idea. And they all knew, um, like, what my style was. So that also helped. Yeah, because like I said, I don't understand that. But being a jazz singer, I know sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all different musicians for two different gigs in one day. So songs that were... um, more of a swing on the early set suddenly became blues or Latin on the second set, but we still had to have an amount of empathy to know where it was going. <laughs> yep, yep. Just kind of go with it. So uh, I kept thinking, well, they've got you, especially if you if you know who you know who you're with and you've worked enough, been through enough weeks to know how the other people work is whatever. Well, now you make replicas of, of props too, as well mm-hmm. as jewelry, and I've got was up uh, with you with um, uh, different types of, I guess, weaponry and so forth. How did mm-hmm. you, you start doing that? How did you create that? That's got to be much more time-consuming, and goodness knows it's very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. So I, real. The, the, some of the bigger props uh, I've definitely had help with because I, uh, I do not trust myself with power tools. So a lot of times uh, what I do, especially when I'm trying to replicate something, I get as many reference pictures as I possibly can. um, And then I do approximate um, measurements um, based on, like, if there's a character standing nearby, like, I can kind of gauge. I'm like, oh, this person's 5'2", and this prop is a little bit taller than them, so this is probably 5'5 tall. Um, And then I kind of work off those measurements, um, and then I draw out everything i'm drawing like every angle i can possibly imagine and then i'm like okay put down a list of items i think are gonna um, i'm gonna need in order to create this thing um get an idea just like look around just go to home depot and be like okay what what do you what what is actually available um and then i usually try to get a a, especially with the props i'll usually get a, a second or third opinion um especially from people who have uh who know how to use power tools um, especially with the, uh, I think the Hextech Jana uh, staff in particular that you posted on Instagram earlier, uh, that one I had my friend uh, Trevor Roller help me with. I, I was the vision, and I uh, helped with the direction, and then he basically just put it together. <laughs> um, and that was a, a lot of work, especially getting it to light up and uh, and uh, not be so heavy because a lot of conventions have a, a weight limit for how heavy your weapon ha- can be. Um, so making it uh, functional and uh, reasonable to carry around is really the ch- big challenge there. 
Yeah, funny thing. Last year when I had, um, um, and this was before Wild West Con, when I had uh, one show with, you know, our friend James Breen, also Thomas Williford mm-hmm. and Amy Wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that I'm learning more about this and now that I'm getting ready to go, because I'm always the person, the lightest packer wherever I go. I went to school in Madrid for a month about 15 years ago, and all the other girls were having, like, some had big suitcases just for their shoes. I just like to go light uh-huh. and easy and bag lots. So I asked Thomas and Amy, I said, you guys, you must have a lot of luggage. <laughs> You have no idea. I think they drove there last year. They said, "Yep, I'm know. driving. I'm driving too." <laughs> so yeah, so you must have a, a a lot of luggage. And by the way, this is a good mm-hmm. time. If you're listening live, I'm talking to the magnificent and gorgeous Taylor Forge. Uh, she's Thank a, a model, performer, uh, prop maker. She's uh, going to be at wild west con next weekend and i can't wait to see you live there too and uh you can call in and talk to her ask her a question say hello the number is 646-716-9922 which blog talk radio assures me is a toll-free call in the in the continental u.s so 646-716-9922 or and taylor this is for the people who um, are listening and we have a lot of listeners that Maybe they're on a day job or somewhere and they can't talk on the phone, so they just message in a question, and you can do that either through Madam Perry's salon or through Jennifer Modette Perry on Facebook. Just message your question to me or comment for uh, Taylor's Forge. Um, so, Taylor, so you're going to be at Wild West Con. What, what are you going to be doing I am. there? I know, but I know. Uh... So uh, it looks like I just got my schedule a couple days ago. Um, I'm going to do a uh, for the aristocrats that are the um, the VIP members. Um, I'll be doing a meet and greet, I believe, on Friday. I can't remember the time exactly. Um, and then uh, I will be doing um, on Saturday. I will be teaching how to make your own underbust corset pattern. Uh, so that goes through all their steps on uh, from measurements to I mean, what kind of measurements you need in order to make your own. Um, I give out pamphlets to everyone um, that can take notes with it um, as I teach. And then you can ask questions about construction of actual corsets um, after the time. Usually it takes me about 30 minutes to get through the instructions of how to make the pattern. And then uh, any leftover time, since I have an hour, is to go through the actual construction if you have any questions or um, concerns, etc. Um, Sunday, I will be doing a brand new demonstration on um, marketing yourself. Uh, so I'll be talking about you know, what kind of apps I use, uh, how to edit your photos, um, you know, uh, products, uh, pictures, uh, how to, uh, you know, just, just the general basics. If you're trying to start off with a, you know, like I'm just starting off as a cosplayer. How do I, you know, start an Instagram, uh, et cetera. And, you know, talk about the pros and cons of different social media, uh, and then I will also be judging the um, costume contest as well. And I believe a few of uh, the other guests will be um, judging this year, too. Oh, cool. Okay, well, I think I'm definitely going to your, your uh, underbust making, uh, corset making thing. I look forward uh, to seeing you there. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm doing uh, so. So we won't be conflicting at all. And you actually have you haven't you've not only studied fashion, but you also have a marketing degree, don't you? I do. I do. Oh, very cool. So you're the woman. You're the woman to lead us. <laughs> I, I I don't know about that. I think you put a little bit too much faith in me, but uh, I know a, a, a few things, and I um, definitely want to assist those with what knowledge that I have. Um, and it makes it a lot easier when I can do um, panels and demonstrations so I can teach the masses all at once um, rather than uh, getting individual questions here and there throughout uh, throughout the, the, the event. Um, so it makes it uh, a little bit more easy <laughs> on everyone, including myself. Okay. All right. Now, you go to a lot of other uh, – you attend a lot of anime and – comic conventions as well I as do. Theme, you wear your costumes about how much time a year I mean or how many weekends a year are you at these events um not as often as I used to um when the the steampunk show first came on and then also when it went on to Netflix I was doing at least one convention a month um usually March and October seemed to be my busiest time where I was doing um a convention uh three uh usually three time weekends each of those months um but i also do a lot of larp events um so i'm still doing those uh about once a month uh but so i i'm there and then this year so far i believe i have about six conventions slash events that i'm scheduled for so far um so it's basically whoever can bring me, um, or if I have a professional badge to uh, go to a con- comic convention or anime convention, then I'll I'll try to make an appearance and uh, get a look around the artist alley. Oh yeah. Do so, but now people can people hire you or you know commission you to create specific things for them for either for a television uh, stage work or uh, any costumes that they might need. Can people? Absolutely. Um, of course, I um, I will always ask for reference images, any kind of ideas that you have. And uh, depending on what it is, usually I'll be like, hey, um, I know someone better that can do this. And I'll try to eat if I know who um, who it is, I'll refer them to someone else. But if I if anyone needs a corset specifically, I always make time to make those, uh, you know, jewelry commissions. Um, I also do 3D modeling. So uh, to, I do a lot of signet rings, especially for Renaissance fairs, um, and some uh, replicas from shows. Or if you want your own design or logo on a ring, then I can do that. Uh, and those can be printed in almost any material. Uh, I've even had someone make something in platinum once, and that was pretty neat. Uh, and then uh, I recently did um, a Stargate commission for someone who was creating a full outfit together and that was that was really neat to see that put together uh it just depends on uh time and uh who who gets to talk who talks to me first about what their vision is i can't imagine um yeah is it is it difficult if you're doing a costume i imagine with somebody who's not near you to be fitted are people pretty pretty good about fitting them you know measuring themselves or so far, um, with Quartz specifically, because they, um, I give them a very uh, long list of measurements for corsets, I haven't had any issues with um, 
them being fitted weird. Uh, usually if there's, there are uh, outfits that I need specific measurements for, I'm like, hey, you need to be here in order for me to do fittings, uh, then I'll, uh, I usually end up having to deny some projects, unfortunately. But uh, as long as it's reasonable for me to do where I don't need to do fittings on the person, then um, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Because I've ordered a couple ready-made, and both of them have been woefully, woefully too small. They would have been like oh, a no. thumb. And so to the back, I keep thinking, okay, I need to be a little bit more, I need to learn the right way to do this. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, that's, people, uh, that's always the issue. Pardon. For people who want to, like as I can say, whether, whether it's for television, film, stage work, or for people's personal uh, costumes that they need or, or props or so forth, how would they find you? How would they get in contact with you? Uh, typically, Facebook is usually the easiest way. Um, even if it goes to filtered messages, I try to check at least once a day um, to see if there's any um, inquiries, uh, and that's facebook.com slash Forge. Um, they can also uh, message me on Instagram, which is also Forge. Twitter. Um, my email address is Forge at gmail.com. Um, as much as I try to check the emails from my web website, which is uh, talisforge.com. Uh, a lot of them, because so many, um, I get so many spam emails from that. Oftentimes it just goes right to, uh, to spam because it just goes in with everything else, uh, unfortunately, but all, all my social media and then directly emailing me is usually the easiest way to contact me. Okay. And I'll also be, I'll be sharing your, your website address and so forth on my social media as well so people can find you that way or look at your thank you right oh you're quite welcome glad to do it and um yeah that's exciting so what do you have since you you know you're incredibly talented uh the television brought you even more popularity you are much (laughs) beloved and admired and revered by so many people uh, what what do you what are you looking forward to? What do you have in your plans uh, for future projects? I mean, you've for God's sake, you, you know, you're not only talented, but you've also got you know the fashion uh, studies, uh, marketing. What do you want to do next? What do you see that's on your horizon? That's your next goal, if you don't mind sharing. If you can. <laughs> well, my short-term goal is to finish my costume for Wild Wild West Con this week. Uh, it's, I've been keeping it very secret. Those who uh, are a part of my um, private Snapchat, um, that only people who have bought me a coffee on Buy Me a Coffee slash Talus Forge can see the sneak peeks. Uh, they that's uh, I've been doing uh, a space costume since it's space themed this year for Wild Wild West Con. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be working on that as soon as I finish <laughs> this chat with you. Um, more long-term goals, though. Uh, right now, I am a full-time bridal seamstress. Uh, I just started the job um, earlier this past month, and um, I'm learning a lot uh, from doing that. And it would be great. Uh, of course, bridal is not my uh, what I want for forever, 
but uh, it's really helping me with uh, learning how to do adjustments to garments. And I think that's going to help me with my future goal of hopefully doing costumes for um, theater or film or um, uh, TV someday. I would imagine that what you learned there, you could it only expand your skill set. Absolutely. So. Yeah, they. Uh, it's a very stress. You know, it's a stressful environment, and it uh, it helps with um, learning, of course, how to uh, time manage um, when things are on a rush. Ah, okay. And do you have to deal with the bridezillas or anything, or just? Uh... Luckily, um, I am just the seamstress. I do not have to deal with the brides unless I. Uh, sometimes they request to have things professionally steamed. Um, and that's actually what I was doing today. I uh, I went to the bride's home and helped steam their gown. And they were pretty picky. But, you know, it's the day of, so I completely understand. But I only do that. Um, it's, it looks like I'm only going to be doing that every so often. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to give a little a little leeway for they're yeah, under a lot you of understand. pressure. <laughs> Which is not so different from us getting a costume ready or so forth. Or mm-hmm. from so I do understand that. Um, yeah, like I always tell some musicians, say, you know, if any if anything goes right, you were good. But if anything goes bad, it's since my name was on the band, then it would be oh the. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I take the fame with the blame. You guys just get credit for whatever you do right. <laughs> so, there's a lot of pressure. I understand. And um, down the road, though, I just see. I just see so much more though happening for you. I see you working more in uh television and film. I hope so. <laughs> I uh I I I uh have heard many stories. I I did an internship with um Airship Isabella who will actually be at Wild Wild West Con um this year again. And uh, they told me a lot of stories about uh, working on Into the Badlands and I'm like, as stressful as that sounds, it also sounds like a great time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, that would be great. I have not met Airship um, Isabella yet, so I I look forward to that. But, yeah, I I definitely see it. And I'm talking to somebody who, uh, you know, somehow accidentally, a booking agent years ago started booking me as a fortune teller. And Mm -hmm. she said, oh, I know you're a singer, but, you know, I need a a fortune teller that won't tell people they're going to die. And I ended up really having fun with it and doing well and getting booked at a lot of big uh, parties for that. That's I think awesome. the, last, <laughs> the last one was, I think, was for uh, one of them was, uh, uh, you've heard of Usher. Yes. His mother had a big New Year's Eve party and stuff, so everybody said. That's really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, I, that's my, so when. So when Madam Perry talks to you about this, Taylor, I'm not just, you know, just babbling on. I really do. That's really where I see a lot of things going for you. Um, Thank you. With, with television, film, and so forth, and making your name. Um, what um, what have you not done yet that you want to do? What kind of – I see you do, you've done Victorian and steampunk, and you've done uh, mermaid costumes, and then I saw, you know, you um, – have a, a wedding dress that you've got that you were gonna. You've got some things you're some plans mm-hmm. for it and things. But is there a particular particular? Um, and yeah, you're right. This year's steampunk uh, Wild West Con is uh, the Galactic Steampunk Federation. Uh, but 
what kind of costume or what period have you not worked on yet that you would like to or created? You know, I've been, I've been really like, I have done some cyberpunk work in the past, um, and I'm really getting more into that. Uh, but there's some like I haven't worked with a lot of um, stretchy fabrics, so I'm hoping to do that. But I'm trying to think the time period uh-huh. I would like. I don't know. I think I want to do more in twenties, perhaps, because I haven't. I've purchased stuff for 20s, but I haven't made my own 20s stuff. Uh, so I think I'd, I'd want to probably do that sometime in the future. Oh, that's nice. It's so fun that's... and so, you know, flamboyant. <laughs> oh, heck yeah, and the Charleston. I mean, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> My husband's company, where he worked, they had like a, a Christmas party two years ago. They had somebody come out and teach dance lessons at, in the middle of it, and Charleston was one of them. And I've been down the Charleston rabbit hole ever since then, so I'm crazy about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, we we Charleston in the kitchen. So, yeah, it's fun. That would be great. And on the flappers, and, the, and especially that time of just sort of that release, uh, the energy and the music and the... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm entertainment of that time and uh oh yeah see a lot coming through with that what would you like before we go because we've only got about five or seven minutes left and so folks this is your last chance if you want to talk to taylor's the number 646-716-9922 or you can just message me and by the way uh pat in missouri says you know Thank you so much. This is so exciting. And she says she's checking out stuff of yours while she's listening. And uh, she says, thank you. I didn't, she didn't even know. She goes, I didn't know who she is now. I'm a fan. So, well, Aww. thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and also Sharon as well said this, uh, pretty much the same thing. And Sharon is in Kansas. And she says, okay, this is cool. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Also to uh, is it Mimi and Dana, and uh, Mimi says I always learn about new people on your show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thanks, Taylor. Well, okay, well, thank you, Mimi and Dana. Yes, thank you. I am grateful to you. You know, so uh, I just want to keep entertaining you. So, what else would you like people to know? about you, whether it's in your schedule or things coming up? Uh, well, from a, aside from Wild West Con, which is, of course, next weekend, and that is my favorite event of the year, uh, next month I will be, not to be confused with Wild West Con, it's Wild West Steam Fest, um, and that actually takes place very close to my home. Um, it's in Santa Ana, California, uh, and that is... I believe the second weekend in April. Um, I know this, I'm pretty sure it's the sixth and seventh. Uh, and that will be my first year ever going um, to that event. I will be judging the costume contest, I believe both days. And then I will also be vending there. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, I always, of course, go to Labyrinth of Jareth every year. And that will be in August. I will also be going to WonderCon at the end of this month in March. Um, I'm going to try to go to Anime Expo this year because I haven't gone in a few years and I I went like seven years in a row 
uh, back back uh, in the day, but uh, ha- it's been uh, very crowded and haven't had a chance to go back yet. So I want to see how it ch- has changed since I, I was there again. Do you, uh, do you see yourself coming to Atlanta this year? You know, if a convention wants to bring me out, I will go anywhere. Uh, they just uh, have to contact me and uh, let me know, and uh, we can try to work something out. All right. Okay. So, uh, Dragon Con people in Atlanta, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> you can get Taylor's, but you got to get it together first and make a plan. All right. Well, I am just so thrilled, and I can't wait to meet you in person at Wild West Con next weekend. And I look forward uh, to it. Or what do you call it, Margarita Con? Margarita Con. It's Margarita Con. <laughs> If I if I don't have a margarita in my hand, a prickly pear margarita, something is wrong. It needs to be fixed. <laughs> very wrong, very wrong. I'll call for the bartender stat. Okay, so thank you, I'll thank call. you. <laughs> okay, well, Taylor, please, please, please come back again to Madame Perry Salon sometime. I mean, uh, hopefully, in this time. This time I have you have my uh, direct email address, so I, I would be happy to come back, um, and hopefully the uh, communication will be a lot easier. <laughs> I, I believe it will, and uh, you are quite a busy gal, so I'll, I'll get plenty of time. Um, I'll get into your schedule a lot sooner. And I think right now the only way, and remember, folks, I'll be sharing Taylor Forge's, um, you know, website and everything so that you can, you know, check out the work. You can find her also uh, videos on YouTube, and she's just magnificent. And I can't think of a better way to close out of this show than with another fabulous female who was a guest of mine last year. place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details